episode of the things I wish I knew about money. I'm your host, Camille Smith. And I'm your co-host, your boy, Dre. Boy! What uh-huh. episode is it today? Episode 16! Yes! Why? is the lucky number. Right? I'm still making this horn. I'm going to do it from afar. <laughs> <laughs> I notice, guys, I do have to apologize. Time to time, my microphone acts weird. And of course, I like making the, the horn noise. So I'm going to keep doing it because that's what we've been doing since day one, right? So mm. we're still going to do it and things. Still, I'm going to do it now. Watch my face. <laughs> exactly. So, and, you know, we wake up today, and as I was telling you earlier, may I, may I drink Cersei tea? Gosh. Um and I tell you when I was a, a kid, mm. we used to hate Cersei tea. <laughs> Nobody could get me for drink Cersei tea. Anybody, any other listeners know Cersei tea? It's uh it's actually very it's a really good herb, mm. but it tastes bad. But, like <laughs> awful. But no, now that I'm drinking it and I'm like, I actually don't mind the taste. What did you put any put any honey or anything? Not Nothing? at all. Straight? Straight Cersei. Oh, who, who, who would I tell me, say, yo, me get up a drink Cersei and not put nothing in it? Usually, you <laughs> have to pull it up a sugar. <laughs> That's how you know you've reached the 30s. <laughs> I know, right? Holy age, I take me. What I say? Oh, man. We want to still uh, celebrate Black History Month. Uh, I know in our first week, we talked about uh, Black excellence. And of course, we spoke a little bit about Valentine's Day or even Black love and type of things last week. Um, But this week, we want to continue to appreciate uh, the folks that are creating history, and especially even in Canada, because a lot of times we just talk about what's happening in the States. But we got things going on here. Dre. Tell them what's going on. Holy things, things. So actually, I want to give big shout out to to West Hall. Um, West Hall is uh, uh from Jamaica. All right, give it give it a shout out. Um, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so if you don't know West Hall, I encourage you to go and look him up. Mm-hmm. Come from Jamaica, grew up in poverty, grew up on the streets. You know, went out on his own as a boy, and he's doing amazing work in Canada. He recently founded um, the Black North Initiative, and he's working alongside people like Isaac, and they are trying to build houses for Black for Black Canadians, right? They're trying to build houses. And I'm, when I talk about houses, it's not just like building them and selling them. It's a case where they're trying to get, as I, I think, like 2,000 Black Canadians to get a house with $0 upfront. So that's one of the issues they're working on. But they're also working on... You have to find a Black North initiative. And I encourage everybody to go to the website and donate because the mm. vision that they have for Black people in this country, it's incredible. And they're using business and entrepreneurship and um, home ownership. And those are the things that we're lacking. And that's what's going to put us on the, the path to success as a community. And I love it, right? So big shout out to Wes Hall and his team at the Black North initiative. Nice. I did. I actually did see that. Uh, I glimpsed it earlier this week or the week mm. before. Um, I remember we saw him on a webinar when yeah. we were doing the weekly webinar. And I was like, Jay, we need <laughs> to get him on. Because <laughs> he's yeah, actually yeah. doing amazing things. So I definitely want to. Um, yeah, we'll definitely be, you know, reaching out and trying to get a yeah, man, I'm bringing them on, and, you know. they're doing incredible work for the community and that's really what it is and we've talked about that a a lot 
the power of collective economics, mm -hmm. right? Don't see it as um, even if one your neighbor or another black person is doing well, don't see that as a negative. But what I also want to encourage is that for those black people who do well, try to bring the community with you. Oh, yeah, but that, that thing like mine, a lip balm. <laughs> yes. I love to go. <laughs> This is my first time using this one, and actually, I really love it. Is that the cherry one that you have, the cherry flavor? No, I got the um, coconut milk. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. This one is cherry. And I was like, ah, damn, I actually love it. It tastes good. <laughs> I know I have two, but my other ones disappeared. <laughs> right. I love to go off topic. But yeah, um, bring the community with you as much as you can mm. in uh, whatever way you can and whatever that looks like you know what I mean Absolutely. and so that's what these people are doing and I think that's like something that we can we've been doing and yeah, we've, yeah. Um, strive to do at least if we can't do it every day at least every week or every month or even mm -hmm. um, like with a webinar or yeah um, just the podcast and, and podcast, yeah. other things right yeah, like YouTube thing. <clears throat> <Yep>. <laughs> um, we'd be able to um, collectively bring others along with us, mm -hmm. especially because we have so much to um, to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was just in a webinar yesterday um, with a, a couple women that I know, black women or people of color, and they're just talking about you know forming as a team to to help learn more about personal finance or financial literacy in a sense and there's just so many things we didn't learn in mm -hmm. the like years right we we need to start buckling down and and start learning because yeah. yeah we could do all these TikToks and all that stuff these silhouettes <laughs> but why not you know learn a little bit more so we'd be able to have fun yep, and yep. and create wealth as well and create wealth, I, yeah i think um one aspect is like what you said is being a homeowner and damn these days though guys like i've been watching the market well, mm. i've i've acknowledged how the housing market has been going for for years. I think the the best bet was like ten years ago. Ten years ago, mm. when like two thousand eight, more than ten right. years ago, when everything was crashing. So everything was like, but at the lowest, right? Like the housing market is just like the stock market. Get it <laughs> when it's low, and yeah, um, get it when it's low. And then they also changed the the stress test. So that's yeah, yeah. <sighs> so things like that um actually andre since you're a homeowner like ideally like i feel like i'm a homeowner in a sense you are <laughs> i'm i'm backpacking off my folks <laughs> but eventually i'll have my own place but like what did you have to do to like become a homeowner and because i think mm. debt is like the most important thing right? yeah so, um I, I, you know, and it, you know, it goes back to like even when we're doing those uh, financial literacy mm -hmm. sessions, and I, I think the saying is like, um, "Success is where what, what are those success is where effort, like preparation, meet." Ah, um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you know that saying. Yeah, I do, I do. And I think for me, what 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 happened is that um, prior to even becoming a homeowner, I went through this whole mindset shift about how I view money, right? Mm -hmm. So I've been positioning myself from about 2016 and that positioning involved like paying off debt, um, understanding, you know, more about how money works and how interest rate works and investing in the stock market. Um, a good portion of my down payment toward my house came from gains that I made in the stock market. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's, it's crazy because how I learned about stock, it was a white colleague of mine mm. who taught me about stock and investing. I mean, I, I knew about um, stock options in the sense of, in terms of executive compensation because I did accounting, but I didn't know about how to actually buy and sell stocks on the stock market. And it was a white coworker who taught me that. So big shout out to uh, Miranda. <laughs> um, so, and then what happened is that over the years, I, 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 I started following 
gurus like Warren Buffett and you know Robert F. Smith and other uh, people in this space. And the one principle that I applied when I, I, I decided to buy, well, my wife and I decided to buy our place. Yeah. I mean, she, my wife was a bit more, um, she's more method, method that word. Um, anyway, she's, um, likes, she, she likes to go through the, the process and think about everything. So it takes her more time. Whereas for me, I'm like, yo, it's the perfect time. So I'm more the one to like jump, jump in and say, yo, let's do this. So she's um, action and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm the action guy. <laughs> and she's so like, I, I, I think there's a good balance, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the principle that I applied when I bought was Warren Buffett's, one of his core principles is yeah. buy when others are fearful and sell when they're greedy. I didn't, I haven't sell yet, yeah. but I bought my house when everybody was fearful. What yeah. did I, what do I mean? When the pandemic hit, in mm-hmm. March and everyone was panic selling their stocks and all the property owners were um, panicking and everybody think that the market was going to crash and houses were going up and people were listing at whatever price they could get. I mean, for a lot of these people, it was a gain. But yeah. for me as a new buyer, it was an opportunity to get in at that price where there was no competition. Mm-hmm. So we went in the market in April, Whoa. like literally after okay. the pandemic struck. And when that. we went in, there was, when we put in our offer, well, we were, we were searching for years, but when we came to this place and we we're like, this is home when we walked in. Yeah. And when we put in our offer, there was only one other um, bidder. There's only one other person bidding. Really? And that person who was bidding, mm-hmm. they never had um, the financial power that we had. They never had a pre-approval from the bank. We did. We had everything. So we, the, the, the sellers, um, were more willing to accept us. Yeah. And we literally only paid $5,000 over the asking. Ah. Literally only $5,000 more. Yeah. So fast bad. forward to now. Mm. If we saw, and, and we, we looked up the thing, yeah. and yeah. we saw that the previous owners owned the house for about four years. If yeah. we were to sell the house now, we would make more than more gain than the owner, the previous owners than that they made off the property because oh, of how the market is you know? Yeah. Oh. And 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 I and I think that's when we talk about the things that I wish I knew about money. And this is why I come and I, I feel like yeah. one give you a big shout out to you know, Black Excellent and Black Black History Month and thing and thing. You're making because, me <laughs> get, get, yeah. get, 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 sound alarm for yourself. So <laughs> Um, <laughs> you gotta big up yourself sometimes. Yeah, man. So you have to big up yourself sometimes. <laughs> what just happened? Why did it close? Ah, why you can't fight with a few Because when we talk about the things we wish we knew about money, it's not mm. so much only the dollar bill or yeah. the paycheck. When you look at money and the mechanics, so. you realize that that those decision makings they are grounded by sound financial principles. Right. And, they, you know, when we made that decision and let me tell you this, one of the things that I learned is that once you get your foot in or you get to your foot, whatever you get in, once you're in, it becomes easier to you can use equity and stuff from your existing property to acquire different things. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's my experience. And that's how we were able to. So we were preparing for a while. So one thing, people, even if you can't get in, no, prepare. Preparation is key. Mm. preparation is key dang um i'm i'm glad you told this story because um i i'm pretty sure a lot of people wouldn't have bought in a, a house during like the beginning of the pandemic mm-hmm. um ah and it, it was actually a good time because usually i always hear how there's like bidding wars and things right. are going off like 5,000, 10,000, and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh. Right now, it's 100,000 over asking. <laughs> or 200,000. Like, it's crazy right now. No. <laughs> and <laughs> I've literally been watching the market. And it's like, where do you go to get like the best value for your buck? Right. And um, what, what is it? You have to put um, 5% or 20%? Um, I, I'm a believer in the 5%. Okay. Uh, and the reason why I'm a believer in the 5% is because I like to have cash on hand. I like, mm-hmm. when, when it comes down to investing, me personally, I like to put less of my money in where possible. 
Yes. Right. Because I'm, I'm a believer in letting other people money work for me. <laughs> um, and so because, you know, my, my, my wife and I, our mindset is to, to have multiple properties. So yeah. we want to have more cash on hand so that when we're ready to make the next um, investment, you know, we're not struggling to come up with down payment. True. And then with the, with the, I'm just asking you questions because this is just to help folks that want to be homeowners. Um, <laughs> and I know there's the like 5%, you can, you can put a down payment of five to 20%. Right. Um, if you put less than 20%, there is the insurance. insurance. Um, yeah. How do you feel about that? Because when I hear insurance, I'm like, lot of things. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> well, when, when I look at it, when I look at a couple of my friends, yeah, and I see that they're renting a condo mm. for three grand. Oh, ah, ah, <laughs> exactly, oh exactly. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, I mean, for I mean, three grand, but it's they're dividing up the cost or whatever. Okay. But okay. when I look at, I mean, still, it I, personally, I I wouldn't do it. I would have preferred to find something cheaper and divide up the cost for me personally. Um, but when I look at stuff like that, but even the general rental market where people paying like two thousand five hundred, two thousand eight hundred for a one and two bedroom apartment, it gives me comfort, even though I still have to pay insurance that my monthly costs including that insurance is still less than mm. what people is paying to uh rent those uh, expensive condos Damn. and uh knowing for me that um very well that uh you know it's we're going to be building equity and stuff like that in exactly. the place right and then you got to think of um this is where my mind is because i know downtown toronto um whew, it's it's such it's the square feet so much smaller, like mm -hmm. a condo. Really smaller. I remember really like smaller. one of my friends when I was in university had a condo right beside like Ryerson and big up Ryerson guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and it, I'm not saying it was like pinched, but right. like it was, it was a, a bedroom plus den. Mm -hmm. And then my grandma lives in East York and she has a bedroom. Yeah. And, and her place is way bigger, mm -hmm. right? But the cost, mm -mm, no sir. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I, I just, I've never saw the logic of getting a condo and paying for the same price as the house. Me neither. Me not see it either. But whoever does have that, I'm not judging y'all. Do you whatever you're comfortable with? Mm -hmm. I've I've lived in a bachelorette or bachelor, <laughs> sorry, and I I get it for single folks why they have a bachelor or a loft or whatnot because who wants to clean up all that <laughs> yeah exactly every time and it's it's honestly like i feel like condos are really nice when it comes to hosting to be honest like i like the vibe that the condo brings you know yeah i'm trying to find a condo like what the square feet is because <laughs> I, I just... some of them is like six on like you can't 600 700 um yeah 800 a thousand they're very small. That's 700. 700. Ugh. 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 But so, there's some cute lofts, you know. I seen a loft that was very, very cute. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't mean cute like, oh, look how tiny it is. But it's like, right. it's really dope. Right. And maybe that would be something I would like. I don't know if, would I rent it for like a year just to get that feeling? Mm -hmm. of being on my own again or would i go straight to like a townhouse or a um a house i feel like me being single it would make sense for a townhouse mm -hmm. so i feel like i still have some room <laughs> yeah room yeah and and it's funny because um a lot of because we bought a, a townhouse and hmm. um, a lot of town well this feels like a, a semi to me yeah uh, it has this semi kind of condo like the, the townhouses are really nice these days. Like you can get nice townhouses. Like uh, when I look at this <laughs> and, and space, Wolipa space, <laughs> it, it's it's quite it's huge. Um, mm -hmm. So you know the condo style townhouse because this is a condo style townhouse, right? So nice. It's, yeah, it, it, it is pretty good. Um, Ooh, I so have a hack. I learned about a hack. Oh, let's hear a hack. Hack time. <laughs> is, a, is, a, is, a, is another black guy. 
That's why I'm telling you, the, the brothers and the sisters, them, they always look out for one another. Mm. And we love it. And so in terms of maintenance, so you know, them have these subscription maintenance services. Out there. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, so, okay. all right. So what I learned is that, so for example, what he's saying, but I'm not going to call the company name that I'm, we're subscribing with, mm. but let's say you have a plumbing work, for example, that's going to cost you like $800. Yeah. Right. What you can do is uh, subscribe to one of those um, plumbing services mm -hmm. that charges you like 20 bucks a month or 21 or 40, whatever the case is. Mm. You subscribe, you get them to come in and do that 800 dollars work and then you cancel the subscription. So you literally <laughs> got the plumbing work. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, God. That's like when you... <laughs> That's like when you get like a credit card. Those are those credit card hacks. You know when you get it, yeah. uh -huh. <laughs> and you cancel it just before the um, the freaking annual. The thing, and yeah, yeah. Listen, you have to learn how to take advantage of these um, things. But it's crazy because I never thought about that until he's like, he whispered to me and he's like, "Yo, it's a little piece of work that we have to do. It's about six hundred dollars, but here's what you can do." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, tell me, I love it." <laughs> guys this is the thing you gotta learn like the hacks of the um, of the world like of certain things so mm -hmm. you're able to to keep more of your money right yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's the thing that's the only thing that we need to learn yeah how mm -hmm. to do it in a legit way <laughs> in a <Yeah>. legal <laughs> way legal to, right um to cut costs right because mm -hmm. everyone's doing it why why not learn the 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 ways of doing it as well right exactly so yeah. okay so you prepared yourself you you basically got in on the um, the housing time when it was a time when no one would be doing it mm -hmm. um you got you put five percent down mm -hmm. so so for folks that have like that are looking because <laughs> I haven't seen any houses that are three hundred anymore. <laughs> you might, going away. Yeah, unless you're going way, way, way out. Way, way out. <laughs> way out. But let's say it's five hundred. Oh, I know, guys. Let's <laughs> let's say it's five hundred thousand. If you have at least twenty five thousand down, that's five percent, and not including cost. Mm -hmm. then you guys have the opportunity of becoming homeowners. Mm -hmm. And what's what's the benefits of being a homeowner, Dre? Like I like I said, I because I am I contribute to the house, but mm -hmm. like and and if we were to sell it, I would right. get a, I would get a piece of the pie. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um but I I don't have the experience yet as you do. So what what's the benefits of being a homeowner? I, I, honestly, I feel like um because I, I used to rent and I used to have a, a racist landlord. Oof. Um and I, 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 I think and especially for a lot of I think you know people of color and new immigrants probably have similar experiences where mm -hmm. when you rent, I feel like people wanna feel like they can take it for granted and treat it a certain way. Mm. Um, for me, I think that's one of the biggest benefits. You know, say yo, me I turn me key in my own house, and nobody can come tell me nothing. Or you know, <laughs> oh, we drove by your house today, so we saw that you haven't brought out the garbage. Like, lady, please, <laughs> you know, the I feel like so. <laughs> I feel like that peace of mind, yes, um, is like one of the biggest advantage, mm. um, advantages. Yeah. The other thing is um, that uh, building that equity piece, right? Um, I, you know, having my, my own house, you know, helps to build equity. Yes. Um, and you know, by having that equity, mm -hmm. uh, it gives you access to other finances, financing that you wouldn't readily be, have access to. So for example, if I wanted to get like a hundred thousand dollar secured loan against our equity, we mm -hmm. can do that. And that gives us money to do other types of investment. Right. Because, uh, because yeah. But only do that if you're financially responsible. Responsible, yes. <laughs> so don't go take it, the equity and go travel and go show us people say you're rich and have money because at the end of the day, you have to pay back. Right. Or it's going to come from 
the equity in your house. Like when you sell a house, you have to get it back the, the money there or whatever. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the other thing that's big for me is I had to start from nothing practically, mm-hmm. right? Um, I grew up with very little. Um, I mean, I'm very grateful for what my grandmother did for me. Um, but a lot of the things that I acquired today uh, mm-hmm. was because of the little that she put forward to help me to get to where I'm at. Uh, so, but this is a, 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 an opportunity for me to make sure that my son, uh, Nathan, and if I do decide to get other kids, that they have a foundation to start with. So it is that generational wealth piece that I'm a big advocate of. And I think having at least, even at one house, you don't have to have one leap, at yeah. least one. Imagine, you know, your child or your children starting over and you're able to give them a property that's valued, I don't know, at a million dollars. They're starting off with a million dollars. And that is huge. I was go- <laughs> I, I just thought of something. I just thought of something. <laughs> All right, go on. All right, you know me. Whenever I think of something, I, I got to say it. So right. Nathan is two, right? Two or three? Two, yeah. Two. So he's two. So let's say in, uh, I'll go say 20 years. 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. You guys have this house, and and Nathan's like, Papa, I want my own house. What are you able to do with this house that you have now to help him gain a house? Because mm-hmm. I think that's that's one of the things that um we have the disadvantage. I know, sure. and I've I've talked about this. I've I've spoke about this before with a friend um that's in real estate that yeah. um. Our parents, like at a certain age, just kick us out <laughs> mm-hmm. and just you fend for yourself. But if you were able to like, if they were able to use like a part of their equity, and of course you right. know, back, financially mm-hmm. responsible, um, to help them get a house. Is right. that possible? Because you it, were talking about the, the 100K equity loan, secured loan. So I was just thinking like, that's a perfect way to, create generational wealth as well right yeah first off 20 years from now i'm gonna be in barbados near to where i grew up (laughs) that's where i'm gonna be 20 years from now near on rena street um but (laughs) oh yeah happy birthday happy belated birthday to rena and her company just was just valued at one billion dollars so that was an amazing milestone there right Uh, so big shout out to that uh Riri, bad 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 girl Riri and thing and thing, tell and her thing. tell Rihanna about our podcast, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she can come on, you know? Um so yeah, I mean yes, just like you said, you know, you can take mm-hmm. equity uh from the place and you know help him yes. uh to buy his first property, right? Um or you can we can just outright say, you know what? We are going to downsize, so we'll take the equity and we'll get something smaller or whatever. Or we can just gift him the entire property. That's right? true. We can That's just say, true. yo, you, you take the, the whole place. So there are so many things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that um, I've done for Nathan, and I think I talked about this in the previous podcast, is that I started investing on his behalf. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, by the time uh, he turns 18, that investment will grow to a certain amount because you don't want to miss out on that compounding. Yes, a lot of you want to spend quality time with them. You want to watch them grow. You want to buy them the nicest things and whatever. Mm-hmm. But to, as they are growing, you don't want to miss out on the potential of compound interest. Yes. So you put a thousand in, in stocks or whatever, and that grow as they grow, right? And that could potentially grow to 10,000. I don't know, any, any amount. Um, but I saw a funny um, TikTok video recently where uh, it was showing... Um, these parents like buying like Gucci outfit for the kids, right? And the Gucci outfit was like, let's say it was like a hundred dollars, but then you get it, you bring it in front of the child, the Gucci outfit and a Spider-Man t-shirt. The Spider-Man t-shirt was like three bucks. And the kid is like, yo, mommy, I want a Spider-Man one. <laughs> like, I'm who you buying? Are you buying these things for the kids? Or are you buying them for yourself? Them big brand name thing. Because we know they pin them out, go for the Spider-Man and the, uh, the Barbie shirt, the man them sickness. So why am I spending so much money on them expensive thing? You know, <laughs> I've never bought Nathan a brand new item um, since in, in bar. Like, I'm not buying no Jordan, I'm not buying no nothing. Listen. The very basic things, I'm not buying. Because I'm going to grow them out. Exactly. Anyways, that's a separate topic. 
and and <laughs> yo, when God willing, when I have children, y'all gonna struggle the same way. You know, back okay, so back in the eight, not struggle. I wasn't struggling, but back in the eighties, yo, you weren't a true eighties or nineties kid if you weren't matching from head to toe with your outfit. True, true. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it and it was like it was like a cute thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't look grown like some folks um now like or some kids now like yo the, mm-hmm. the kids with the gucci i'm like yo chill chill <laughs> they don't know the difference between gucci or 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 byway right right byway because i hear they're coming back <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking what's byway that's a brand um no byway used to be like um <laughs> what's that <laughs> i'm aging myself um basically no name brands so it's like walmart but like i guess lower than walmart and yo walmart oh. has some good hold on it something new on walmart hmm? something new on walmart yeah oh no, but they 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 close but i heard they're coming back in things mm. <laughs> but oh but okay so I know some people are going to think like, yo, Cam, Dre, I can't afford to get a house right now. Like, what are the things that we can can do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what are what's some, what's some things that they can do? Yeah. So what I always encourage people to do is to be creative. Um, and even if you are, one of the things I encourage, even if you can't physically, like the house, let's say the house is not in the area where you want it. Doesn't mean that you can't get it. You can get a house out of town in certain like upcoming areas, and you know, you can rent it out, you can Airbnb, but at the end of the day, you're still a homeowner and somebody will be paying for that equity for you. Rent so don't just li- home. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't limit yourself. Because when you do that, there's you're earning two, there's seven types of income or the seven wonders. Mm-hmm. So you, right there, you're earning two income. So if you buy a house, for example, in Windsor for like 300 k and the, your monthly mortgage is literally probably about a thousand dollars. You can rent it out for like fifteen hundred dollars, right? And right there and then you're getting a net of five hundred every month, and that person is paying into your equity for you. So think beyond your your current reality. Don't limit yourself. Another thing, which is something we're working on right now, and we call it the Black Wall Street uh, REITs, right? So it's a group of um, people who. Uh, um, I've been fortunate to bring together right now. We have about 15 and that number is growing. Yeah. And what we're going to be doing is that we are going to be targeting uh, real estate projects and we are going to put our collective resources in it, Woo! right? Because sometimes it's harder for one person to, to come up with a down payment, but as a group, you're mm-hmm. able to do it. And so, I like I said, I'm a big advocate of collective economics, yes. community working together. Right. And so that's what we're going to do. And um, a lot of the big investors like Isaac and those people, that's how this uh, started with, um, you know, their friends and whatever. So we are doing that and we're in process of doing that. We had our first meeting. It was great. So that's another thing that people can do. You can pull resources together because what that does is that it reduces your risk because you're putting less capital, less money up front. Instead of you coming up with twenty five thousand, if you have five people, each of you come up with five thousand each. Right. Uh, so that it's minimizes like, the risk. Huh? Make sure it's people you like. <laughs> oh, yeah, make sure people you like and people you trust. Yes. And do it the right way, people. Um, don't just, it's not no patty shop business. Don't just take your five toes and dash it on somebody. Yeah. I like to do things the right way. Absolutely. So we are bringing on lawyers mm-hmm. uh, who are going to draft an agreement and it's going to hold people accountable. Yes. Right. Um, and it's going to be transparent. It's a transparent process. Uh, we are bringing in uh, different experts. So we have, for example, Cleveland, who is a mortgage broker. He's an expert in the field. He's mm. going to come on and he's going to talk about, um, you know, how to go about getting mortgage, different types of mortgages out there. Uh, my other friend is going to bring on his sister and she is an expert in setting up different companies uh, to do such types of transaction. So do it the right way. Nope. And mm-hmm. as, as we said, as Jamaicans would say, nobody with a patty shop thing, right? <laughs> because at the end of the day, there are dishonest people out there. So yeah. you want to do it the right way and you want to hold people accountable and you want to be transparent. But think outside of the box. Let me tell you, 
I feel like the chance of success for people who think outside of the box is like astronomical. It's like if you limit yourself to your present situation, like yo, I live, uh, yo, I don't want to be too far from work, so I can't buy a house nowhere else. Then you're gonna stuck in that reality because what? Toronto, the house price in Toronto not gonna sit and wait and be like, yo, I'm waiting for Andre to get the down payment before I go up in value. Nah, it's gonna keep going up. Right. So you have to think beyond that. And another strategy that my friend and I want to highlight another friend of mine. I like to take wisdom from older people. This guy much older than I am, but I love talking to older people. It's something that I enjoyed from me, a little boy. Mm. And that's why people call me old man, because yeah. I'm a thing too old. Yeah. But what he said to me, he said, Andre, this is a strategy that I use to pay off my mortgage. He flips the properties. So he buy, he, he, what he does, him go wheel that town and find a new development that take place. Yeah. Jump in on the development there, yeah. right? Um, let's say he gets it, get the property at 400000 or 300000 he holds the property for at least one year because when you hold it for at least one year, you get back GST and, and it's a principal residence and all of them things that's in up here again. And again, and he hold it for at least one year, usually about two years. Mm. Let him sell it and probably make like a $200,000 profit. Oh. And him do the same out of the region for a while. Yeah. You know, after a while, him have like about four, four or 500000 on him account. And then when do? Him come back in and buy the big old expensive house. Hold that for a while and him keep doing that for a while. Yeah. And now this guy buys his properties cash because of what he's been doing. So listen, people, think outside of the box or the plastic bag, whatever you want to call it. And find a mentor. <laughs> find a mentor. Find a mentor. Someone that has yes. done it. The best best aspect is to find someone that's done it because exactly you spoke to someone that was older, wiser, and has Precise. done it. Yeah. yeah, man. That's um that's key. So I'm pretty sure. We all have a friend that's in real estate that does mortgages. Talk to them. Uh, yep. I'm, I'm pretty sure you'd be able to talk to them or start joining things about housing. Or mm -hmm. I think, and I, I was going to try to suggest something else, but yo, the one that you suggested was way better. Um, The Black oh, Wall so Street. Oh, the Black Wall Street um, thing. That, okay. That's way better because I know there is like a, an option of rent to own. Yeah. Well, obviously, there's pros and cons to rent to own. And if anyone doesn't know what rent to own is, um, basically, uh, part of the rent is paid. Part of the rent paid goes towards the down payment of the property, mm. which is the underlying basis of this type of program. So, ideally, yes, you're paying rent because we're trying to convince, like, well, not convince. We're trying to say it's it's more ideal. Right. to own than to rent in a sense mm -hmm. right but if if you guys are worried about um debt ratio building up enough savings to do a five percent um mm -hmm. down payment just all the resources that you need location right west <laughs> i'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but if you're worried about that then look into certain programs that will be beneficial to you. And then there's the, the other one, the First Homes Daniel, I believe. Um, check those out. There's so many resources yeah. um, for you guys to find things. You're just gonna have to start doing your research mm -hmm. and, and, and thinking outside the box, like Dre said, because okay. we need to create generational wealth. Mm -hmm. And I actually was, um, watching um a video on instagram you know sometimes you can learn some things on it that's true <laughs> it was like um redlining redlining was happening for so many years in in the states mm -hmm. that we weren't able to be in certain areas or neighborhoods and mm -hmm. and the value of the neighborhood was determined based on which race you were Right. Um, so it's time for us to build, to build even yeah, that we have, right? We can build on that. Get mm -hmm. your money up, guys, and then put it back into the community so the community is able to flourish. That's yeah. that's it. That's the only thing I can. That's that's really it. And um, I, I, yeah, that's an important uh, uh, point, Camille. 
putting the money back in the community. And the other point that you raised that was really good is that mentorship piece. Um, I've been fortunate and to have a lot of um, mentors, mm -hmm. uh, a lot. Much of them are uh, much, older, much older than I am. Um, but uh, um, I have quite a few mentors. I have some who are my age or close to my age as well. Uh, but one of my one of my one of my lines, and you see, wisdom is a is an important thing. One of my lines that I live by is uh, uh, listen to the dull and the ignorant because they too have their story. Hmm. Um, and I love to listen to everybody. And I think that's sometimes my friends think I'm crazy because. Sometimes um, somebody will hit me up on like Facebook or Instagram and having a whole conversation with me. And they're like, how are you talking to that person like that? And you don't even know them. <laughs> and I'm like, well, sometimes I ask myself that question the same. Uh, but well, look at us. <laughs> right? <laughs> it, 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 it is crazy because yeah. one of the things that has worked for me is one. And what I love doing it, I like to talk about my, my ideas or what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, you have to be careful not to give too much information because some people will steal their idea. But I love to tell people what I'm up to. Mm -hmm. And in telling people what I'm up to, that in turn, uh, somebody might say, yo, oh, yeah, I know somebody who did that. And they did it this way, or easier way or whatever, whatever. Right. So um, getting that mentorship and, 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 and getting people who can uh, educate you. Or platform, for example. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're going to be bringing in people. And, you know, probably one of the, the, the sessions we can bring in you with Cleveland um, to talk about mortgages and stuff. But the knowledge piece is the key, the knowledge and the mentorship. Knowledge plus mentorship is power. Big up to the people. Big up to our viewers. Because I have, a, I have a, a, a main mentor, but I also have like others that, um, you know, I get knowledge mm. from as well. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to bring our mentors on. I know yeah. he'll, he'll, he listens all the time. So Okay, nice. Sir, we should bring him on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should definitely bring him on. And, yeah. uh, you know, we can, we're going to bring on a lot of exciting people throughout. Uh, but the knowledge piece is the power people. Um, because when I came here, I moved to this country alone. Right. Mm -hmm. And I moved here. I came here at 22. Uh, well, I was first here at 21. <laughs> and, and then I, I kind of went back for a brief Grandma. period. But I. <laughs> right. Everything, everything we say doesn't miss on all these days, <laughs> and, and I'm and I'm still young. But I, I came here at uh, 22, and I had to figure out a lot of the things on my own, mm -hmm. right? And I had to. I was determined. Uh, when I say on my own, of course there were people who guided me, but um, I had to go and seek the knowledge. Yes. And it wasn't. And, and I never accepted the, the the status quo because you know even when I first came here, people tell me, oh. Black people have worked twice as hard and have worked in a factory and everything. I never accepted the status quo because I knew that I wanted more. I know that I was worth more because yeah. I valued myself. So people, money, think beyond the regular dollar bill. Mm -hmm. When we talk about the things we wish we knew about money, we talk about the knowledge. We talk about how to make those intelligible decisions that doesn't involve the $15, you know, what I hear in the community a lot is like, yo, oh, I want to make 20 bucks per hour. Oh, I want to make 30 bucks per hour. Okay, I want to make 50 bucks per hour. I want to make 100 bucks per hour. When you make that $100 per hour, what do you do with it? Mm. What do you do with it? Because that is the most, imp it's not how much you make, it's what you do with it is the most important part. And right. that's where the knowledge piece comes in. And save it and then invest it. <laughs> exactly, right? Uh Right. And so, yeah, so, um, and that's really what it boils down to, the mentorship and the knowledge. Yes. So it's key. So in, in a sense, guys, when it comes to anything in finance, whether it's budgeting, saving, investing, um, buying a house, doing estate planning, um, life insurance, all those good, good things. Yeah. It's about learning. It's about seeking um mentorship to figure out how to do these things and mm -hmm. do do the research no mm -hmm. you're not gonna know everything obviously we wish we knew everything but we're we're getting to know a lot more than we did five ten yeah. years ago right 100 um, percent. You, you, sometimes you gotta you have to crawl before you walk or walk before yep. you walk. so that's that's the way to, to look at it 
And um, we wanna big up. We wanna big up our our, our followers. <laughs> yeah, big up. I was big trying. Up. I was trying to get us to seven hundred. I was trying. But I know close, no? as soon as this releases, boom, it's gonna go. We're gonna up. hit the number. So we're four away from seven hundred, guys. Keep mm-hmm. sharing. Keep commenting. Keep. Yeah. Uh, doing everything having discussions have yeah. discussions. and if you guys don't understand something that we talked about mm-hmm. ask us yeah. we're, we don't bite or even listen again <laughs> listen to listen it again, again. right <laughs> um because it we're trying to keep it as simple as possible for you guys to to understand yeah. and maybe there's some folks that get it a hundred percent but there's always going to be someone that's asking a question um, yeah for real and the, the one the one thing I actually when we talk I I, I didn't get to shout out um, Madam C J Walker earlier. Oh, yes. uh, we talk about black excellence, but mm. I want to shout her out before we go. Um, it's her story is incredible. It's the most powerful uh, story um, that I, I've I've read, and it's on Netflix. So if you don't like reading, you can watch the series too, uh, Madam C J Walker. Mm-hmm. But it honestly it he moved from washing clothes. Yes. to becoming the first self-made. And a lot of people talk about self-made nowadays is compare self-made to those times. Mm, true. She was the first self-made millionaire uh, black woman Jeez. in the US, right? And she built it from nothing, Jeez. nothing. She was making a dollar fifty mm. a day to wash clothes. A dollar fifty a day works out to 33 US dollars today per day to wash one bag of dirty clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and she That's built impressive. one of the most successful business model that a lot of retail retail stores and companies replicate to date. So I you know me um, kind of grew up like in Jamaica, we never talk too much about slavery yeah. in teachings. That's important to know about roots, but it's, it's more important to know about these people who did incredible things. And Madam C.J. Walker is the epitome, the yeah. center, the definition of black excellence. Mm-hmm. And so our boys, our girls, and our adults need to know about Madam C.J. Walker. So I encourage everybody to go either read or watch the Netflix series. Oh, looks like I'm about to watch something this this. <laughs> <laughs> because of what? I'm going to watch the other one. What do you want me to tell me to watch? Um... <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> Malcolm and Marie. Welcome, Amory. All right, so we we both have um something to watch this evening. But that's not that's. I mean, it's black excellence, but it's but it's toxic. Black excellence. <laughs> Sometimes you need a little bit of toxicness. Oh shucks. You know? Oh <laughs> man. But folks, it was a pleasure. You know, um, like, subscribe, share, and learn. You know, that's just that's. That's our main focus. And we're, we're, we're going to keep coming with the bangers for you guys and things. You have anything to say to Andre before we go? No, man, I, I, I ate that, I ate that. Um... Wait, you, oh, yeah, so... you have an announcement. Uh, okay, so Andre has flip and floss cards and it's able oh, yeah. to be black <laughs> history. Um, so black excellence. See, Dre, Dre likes Yeah, it. I know, you know. <laughs> And so the reminder, but yeah, so we launched our uh, Flip Me card. So it combines regular poker cards mm-hmm. with flashcards to educate about Black history in a fun way. Yes. Um, part of um, our business model at Flip and Floss is to educate about Black excellence and Black wealth. And um, I'm tired of hearing stories about, uh, oh, we were slaves and oh, we are criminals and oh, we're that. And I am telling history the way it needs to be told about the things that, you know, black, the, the successes of black people, uh, men and women. And so that's what the Flip Me Cards does. So we have fun facts. So if you, your one aspect of the card is fun fact about people that we know. So like Obama, we shared a fun fact about mm-hmm. Obama that you don't really hear in the media. We already know about Obama's successes, but this is an interesting fun fact that we shared on the card. Uh, we also have the Did You Know section, right, that talks about... Um, black women and men who are billionaires or have done incredible things. So the, it can be, the cards can serve many purposes. Like I say, you can do your regular cards, mm-hmm. uh, you can do trivia, 
uh, if you if you're into like you know your friends, you can have like shot games. You know, did you know if they get it wrong, they take a shot. Whatever the case is, so it's really a fun way to learn about black excellence, and yeah. that's one of many things that we're gonna be products that we're gonna be launching, because we are about um, building the community. And for me, a lot of the ideas that I had, they were inspired by um, my experience in the classroom when I went to York. Oh, I feel isolated because the cultural piece was missing. Nine out of 10 times, I was the only black person in, the, in a them finance class there, Ooh. right? Um, so I wanna uh, to create a space where, you know, we can, uh, there's a cultural piece that we can feel safe um, you know, BIPOC people, Black, Indigenous, and people of color. So yeah, check out our Flip Me cards. Uh, inbox us at info at flipandfloss.com or go on our website, flipandfloss.com or hit us up on IG. And I'm gonna, uh, we're gonna post that again. If you guys follow us on um, IG, Things I Wish I Knew About Money, um, you'll definitely see it there. And yeah, yeah go on Flip and Floss common things you know oh and guys it is tax season oh yes <laughs> we need to talk about it. yeah e-filing season kicks off tomorrow right yes so rsp deadline is march 1st so those yeah. people with serb i know you got your your t4es put some money towards it to <laughs> exactly <laughs> Instead. yeah so uh, yeah, we're gonna touch. We can touch base, talk yeah. some more about taxes next week and what are you all to get prepared and documents and the things that you need and you know um, so that we can continue to uplift the community. Absolutely. All right. All right. Nice. You have any last minute thing you want to say, my sister, before we wrap up? Uh, Mercury retrograde is over, guys. <laughs> the next two weeks so if you guys have been feeling a little off it's is because of mercury retrograde i don't care what anyone says i believe it it happened <laughs> meditate right. meditate listen to our podcast and learn some more all right guys bless, mm -hmm. bless up guys <laughs> all right big up on yourself mm -hmm. If I want him, he ain't a fern killer. He no believe in a fern killer. Family. Family. And me say family. Me love me for more than to me. I